Welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez. Today, you guys, I'm so excited. I have a special guest in the house. She is a hairstylist, second generation, and accessory designer, the founder and CEO of Pink Pewter, sold in 42 countries. She is the host of Biz Talk Podcaster. She wrote an ebook called The Next Level Mindset. She is a wife, a mother, a motivational speaker, an overcomer, a visionary, Varaya Villarreal. Oh my God, you did your homework. <laughs> this is so cute. I love it. You know, you know, sometimes when people introduce me, because I'm just, I, I'm very humble. And when people introduce me, I always like to make people feel like a lot bigger than me. Like, I don't know. I just, when I meet someone, I love to talk about, you know, them and focus on them. And when people like, like how you just introduced me, it just humbles me. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so sweet. I'm like, yes, I accomplished that. But I, I don't know. I'm just shy. Oh Is that my normal? God. <laughs> I'm just shy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I mean, you are just so amazing. And a little backstory, you guys, of how I met Mariah is I met her at the Chicago America's Beauty Show last year. She handed me her phone and asked me to do her social media story for her class. And I was just so blown away by her story that instantly I was like a super fan. Um, and getting to know her story, you guys, you have to make sure that you follow her because she is just such a powerhouse, a visionary. And I think that she can help just anybody, entrepreneur, hairstylist, makeup artist, esthetician, anybody overcome their fears and go for their dreams because that's exactly what she did. And it's just so, I'm just like, so beyond excited and blessed that you said yes to being on the podcast. But you know what? I loved you from the minute I met you at America's beauty show, because you had such an energy, such an energy that I was like, Oh my God, you did a great social media. I mean, I gave you my phone. I'm like, can you just take some pictures? But she didn't do take pictures. She ended up doing some amazing story with some content and some like apps I was on there. Putting stickers all over your page. I no, like, I know. I I'm have like, to impress her. Crap, how did you do that? I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> but you know what? This is another thing. I mean, she's really good at content creating. I'm like, guys, hire her for that too, or get her, uh, con- you know, get her to consult for you. <laughs> oh my gosh, it. I'm I'm just so happy so happy that we crossed paths for sure. Um, well, Mariah, I really want to your book, The Next Level Mindset, is really all about like your journey of like where you started and how you created this business. And I I really want to like dig deeper into that because if people don't know who you are, one, you guys got to go to her website and check out her ebook. It is free right now, and. I think that you guys will all be so moved, you know, with everything going on right now, uh, Mariah, I mean, there's just a lot of fears, you know, like what's happening now, what's going to happen in the future. There's this, like a lot of battles that we're facing. And I think that, you know, you have gone through so much already with your business and your journey. Can you just like, can you just share like how you were able to overcome fear of like failure and judgment and like move past all of that? You know, I started with nothing like zero. And, you know, I come from a 600 square foot salon, you know, $12 haircuts and nothing was ever given to me. Nothing. 
like nothing. I had to work really hard. You know, my mom luckily, you know, was a very good leader, you know, a mentor for me because, you know, she came from Mexico and she had to hustle and she hustled. And um, till this day, she's been a hairdresser for 41 years. And uh, I see her work out, you know, so hard that I couldn't just relax. And when I created the ebook, I, um, I wanted to share a story um, that nothing is easy in life. And, you know, my journey has been very difficult. You know, I, I got married to the love of my life. And within two years, he had open heart surgery. And um, I had to work like nonstop to, you know, pay the bills, you know. And I created, you know, accessories on my kitchen table um, because I had a little girl that I was, you know, uh, I, I had a little girl that, you know, was going to school and um, I wanted to make her look beautiful. That's when my journey began. And, you know, I, I, I worked behind the chair uh, for a long time and I was selling accessories at the same time. And, you know, little by little, I just started, you know, creating a business and um, I ended up launching my business, um, I grabbed all of my life savings. And I said, you know what, if the product's doing so well, I think we should, you know, continue. And I did that. But I realized it was 2008. When I did that, and it was like during recession. And I realized, you know, after a little while, nobody was buying anything. And it was a really hard time. You know, um, having a business in recession, but I did not want to lose my life savings and I did not want to give up. And I kept on being behind the chair and I kept going to, um, what do you call it, to boutiques and salons and trying to sell. And I downsized a lot of my expenses. And when I say a lot of my expenses, I mean, I cut down on my cables, on my phone, I cut down on going out to dinners. I, I, I took a lot of things out of my, my path that um, I needed to do to like downsize so I could continue my business, right? And it took a long, many years. Um, actually, I think it was like three years to get back on track because you know the recession hit a lot of people. But I'm not gonna say that it hit the people the same way it's hitting the people now with this virus. A lot of stylists, business owners, you know, um, feel like they're failing because there's no income. And if I got off, if I if I got out of, you know, a really bad situation, borderline bankruptcy, um, I think that this virus, obviously, if you keep your health and your mind, you know, perfect. I think we're all going to get out of this pretty good um, with time. Obviously, it's going to take some time to like, you know, get out of it. But um, I think it's really important to to be with your family and to realize what's important, because honestly, money isn't everything. I've had millions and I lost millions and I've ne I was never happy when I, I when I was in the millions. I wasn't. And I lost it. Money's easy to make. Your health is not. And, you know, and I got a taste of, you know, health, you know, with my husband having two major heart surgeries in my lifetime, in his lifetime, that I realized that money isn't everything. 
And what's important is your family and your health. And if you focus on your family and your health right now in these times, you're going to be super powerful. But if you let that mind get you all messed up, you're going to have a big problem. Absolutely. And you talk a lot of about the mindset and I think that as an entrepreneur, a business owner myself, it's, it's like a daily battle in your mind and just always trying to like retract, reset yourself. So you are thinking straight, you know, like, what do you think right now the, the beauty industry can do to overcome what's happening right now? Everyone's at this standstill and not knowing what's going to happen next. Like, what do you feel like we should be doing in this moment right now? I, I like, I'm very, very, very um, direct when I, when people ask me that question, I really think that the only thing you guys need to be doing is focusing on a plan on what you're going to do when you get back to work. Okay. I want you guys to focus on your family, creating beautiful memories because your family is the only thing that's going to help you mentally and emotionally right now. And keeping your mind busy is very important. And you know, I'm in the beauty industry and I've been in the beauty industry since I was born. My mom's a hairdresser and I've seen, you know, we're, we're a powerful, powerful like industry. We're, we're in this together and we're going to get out of this together. Predicting the future is really difficult. I, it's, you know, I, I couldn't predict my future, you know, with 2008 and then having a retail, a bad retail um, situation that I was in almost going bankrupt. I, I, I couldn't predict my future. All I knew that is I needed to work my ass off to get back on track, to focus. And when you are in a situation where you don't know what to do. Like, like right now they're like, Oh my God, what can I do? You always have to create a plan and everyone's in survival mode. So you have to figure out your finances and you have to figure out what's the next step into your life. Absolutely. I love that. Mariah in your book, I love this, this sentence that you wrote. Fear looks huge when it is in front of you, but so irrelevant and small when it's behind you. And I think that right now too, like, we're in the storm. We are all experiencing the storm and eventually we're going to get out of the storm and where there's dark, there's also light. And you, you speak in your book too, um, about working hard and working smart. And like with right now, with all the time that everybody has, this is like the perfect opportunity to write that business plan, eliminate unnecessary expenses and prepare for what's going to happen when you do get back into the slot. Can you kind of like tell us about like for your experience, what hard work, working smart, removing excuses, what does that, what does that look like for you now? Well, working smart. Okay. So for right now during this recession, uh, well, not recession, this, you know, situation with the virus, I'm, you know, I just remember like going back a few years ago, I, I was dealing with one of the biggest retailers in the United States. And I just remember um, being put in a situation that was very difficult. And um, I almost lost my company. Okay. And the way that I felt 
of almost losing my company, it was very, very scary. I had to get, you know, I had to let go of my employees. I had to, you know, um, figure out a plan on, you know, am I going to do bankruptcy or am I going to fight for my passion, right? And I was in debt for a lot of money and, you know, something, and I, I don't like to point fingers at, at all, but, you know, it was, I was put in a bad business um, situation. And I, um, I, this virus is reminding me, you know, of those times. And I just remember going towards those times right now because my business is in a standstill, right? I had to put my employees um, on unemployment, right? Because you're thinking of like, all right, what am I going to do when I go back to work, right? And you know, it's scary times for myself and it's scary time for everyone. So you have to always have a plan on what you're going to do to survive. I'm, I'm not afraid of going forward. I'm actually really, really excited for this new change because I love obstacles and I love to conquer my obstacles, you know, because if I got through, you know, having my husband, you know, with his heart surgery and surviving that, I think that was the worst time of my life, like him going through that. Health is one of the things that is scary. Money could be remade, okay? So losing, <laughs> so losing what I lost, you know, in my past is nothing compared to your health. So dealing with this virus is something that, I'm not afraid right now at all. One, you know, there's obviously help, right? But I'm not afraid. I'm actually excited to see what I'm going to go into, you know, the new change. I love that. Yeah, because where there is pain, there is growth. <laughs> and where there's problems, that's our opportunity to create solutions. And so I just want to shift the conversation a little bit because you know, through outgrowing your company, you, you know, we, I speak to a lot of super passionate entrepreneurs and dreamers like yourself. And I think that we all kind of go through this stage of like comparison. Um, and you, you speak in your book about the tip of the iceberg. Um, can you just kind of like shed some light on like people who are dreaming right now and they are planning, you know, I think that they, are seeing all these people who've gone before them, they're successful, they're comparing themselves to them and feeling discouraged. Can you kind of shine some light on like, all right, right now, yes, things are probably looking a little um, fuzzy, but how do we like overcome that? How do we knock out the comparisonitis and, and, and push you know, forward? That's one of my biggest topics in my shows that I do, like the tip of the iceberg, because, you know, everybody believes in... In the, in the illusion, okay? And that illusion is that tip of the iceberg. When you're looking, you know, when you're on the boat and you see the iceberg, it looks so beautiful, right? It looks so beautiful. But nobody sees how, you know, the bottom of the iceberg, right? You know, how, how it was built from the bottom up. It's like a, a person or like a celebrity or, you know, everybody thinks that because they're famous, you know, they're like God. But reality is nobody sees how hard it is to get to the top, 
right? And people like to compare themselves a lot to other people. And I, I, I love to show my comparisons in my class where I show the reality of what I'm doing and then, you know, that tip of the iceberg. And when people start seeing that the difference, they start seeing that anyone could camouflage themselves and look like that. But reality is no one could see the hard work it takes to get to the top, right? And there's a lot of mistakes, you know, being done, you know, while trying to get to the top. And I always tell people, never compare yourselves to no one because everyone is different. Everyone has their unique um, qualities. Not anyone is going to be the same. The only thing that I always tell people is that they need to work hard. If they want it, they're going to get it. But they're never going to be that person that they admire. Never. Because you're a different person. And you got to be you. You got to believe in yourself and have that passion. But the number one thing is that you have to have the right mindset in order to get there. I love that, Mariah. You're just, you're so authentic and you spilled your heart out. And I think that's why you have you know, raving fans who love you and love your brand and love everything you're building. Um, I, I want to talk about like what's next for your business. Cause right now a lot of us are at a standstill. So it's, you know, for those who are dreamers and visionaries and overcomers, like we are taking this time and this opportunity to think what's next. What am I going to do now? Do now. So what's, what is like your future business goals? If you can you know share. What? I, I, I'm going to tell you something. I think in my life, I've, I've, I'm very satisfied with everything that's happened in my life. And I'm very content. I'm very, very content. And I'm not saying this, you know, I've, I started from a 600 square foot salon and I've reached goals that people could dream about. And I made it. I lost it. I made it. I lost it. I made it. I lost it. And it's business guys, it's business. But I'm at the point in my life that I'm content in helping people because I do it because I see the reaction of people need, you know, someone that has made mistakes. Like number one thing is like, I've been in business for 13 years, but I've was brought up in a, you know, in, in business because of my mother. And I just, I just say like, it's, it's, I can't, I, I, I'm just very content with what, I, what I'm doing right now. I, I'm doing a lot of speakings, you know, um, I'm actually going to be doing a lot more once we go back um, into, you know, the, our work life and just helping people. That's where, that's what my plan is. Like I'll can, you know, Pink Peter will continue. I'll still be designing and uh, manufacturing accessories and cosmetics and doing private label for a lot of companies. Like I always, you know, I've done, um, that's my core business, but I find my passion is helping people, you know, consult and help them grow their businesses and share the mistakes that I've done so they don't create them. And I feel that a lot of people, you know, they dream of having their own business, but they don't know how to even start it. And I got put me in this path to like help people. And because I made these gigantic mistakes, right. And 
I just would never want anyone to ever go through what I've gone through in life. And that is what I'm sharing. I love that. I think now more than ever, it's like, we need to take this time to pivot, shift our mind. And it's never too late to like reinvent yourself. And it's, you know, as much pain as some of us have experienced, it's really molded and shaped us to the people that we are today. And the fact that you're able to use that to, to shine light and help other bring them, bring other people up is just so beautiful. And it just, it just brings even more purpose and passion into someone's life, into your own life. Thank you. I love Thank that. You. So Mariah, you took your business from creating hair decor, hair accessories from your table to growing this mass company. And I feel like we have a lot of listeners who are trying to like scale their business from going from like salon suite to salon owner. Like what did that look like as far as like scaling your business? Okay. So scaling your business for like brand accessories and renting a chair to owning a business is a little different. Okay. So I created, I'm a wholesaler, right? So I create products and I, I sell them to salons, boutiques, department stores to resell, right? And I had to start, you know, um, going door to door, you know, toward, you know, to, to customers to seeing if they were interested in our product. And then from there, I started doing trade shows, right? And selling in trade shows, people would come to me and we would do orders. And then little by little, it just got to go into larger department stores and then distribution and then um, all over the world. Now from scaling your renting a chair to owning a business, you would really, really need a lot of um, research. Okay. Like I had to do my research. I, I started in my kitchen table and little by little, you know, I got to understand the next steps. Right. So renting a chair one you have to build your clientele right and then right before you're you know you build your clientele you have to really do your homework in in seeing if owning a business um it, it, it is for you because it's not for everyone right you got to start thinking of rent you got to start thinking of the product you have to buy you have to start thinking of you know, payroll, right? Because you have to hire people or you could do contracting. You have to see if, you know, you could afford to get to the next level, right? So it's, I scaled my business little by little, you know, and I got to the point where my business went to levels that were unheard of, okay? And, and, and stylists are going to get to that point too, and like, if, depending on your business. But I took a lot of, you know, I said yes to a lot of things where I should have said no. And that is why I feel that I failed at some things because I wanted, you know, when the demand is there, you want to say yes to everything. You have to really trust your gut and do things slowly because you'll get to the top. And, you know, being at the top doesn't mean you're always going to be happy. The bigger you are, the more the headaches. Trust me on that one. It's, 
you know, it, it's a lot of headaches having a lot of employees. It's a lot of headaches with a lot of bills. The more you make, it's the more headaches. Just that's how more and more responsibilities. But scale, scale your 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 business slowly and ask a lot of questions and truly be hungry, you know, to get to that next level. That's what I advise. Um, something cool that you are doing right now is you have these roof. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I think that, um, that's just super brilliant. Can you kind of touch base on okay. what that is and, and oh my that's goodness. evolving? Yeah. So, so it's so funny because, um, you know, the rue um, head wraps are versatile, right? They're like wraps that you put in your hair to go work out, um, to tuck and roll, to use as a bandana. And we use them a lot for like Coachella and, um, you know, where it's, where it's like, there's a lot of sand in the air, like, you know, and dirt biking and they use it as face masks, right? Because they look cute and, and everything. Well, I never thought that we would, you know, really market, you know, the, the face mask for a virus. Like, well, it's not even, I'm not saying because of the virus, but I've just never thought that we would be using them as face masks. Um, um, and people are now putting like one roux wrap and then putting coffee filters and adding another one. And I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. And the idea, I'll be honest with you, came from, you know, uh, customers of ours and they're, you, they use them for dirt biking and um, now they're using it as face masks. And I thought it was so cute because, you know, they do look a lot prettier than, um, you know, than uh, a, an actual uh, surgical mask. But um, they're using them like just to go to the grocery store. I'm not, they, they're not going to prevent from like, I don't know. I, they're not clinically proven to like prevent anything. It's just, you know, the, um, they said just to use a cloth, you know, somebody, if you go to the grocery store, put a cloth in your face and just cover it. And they're using that as that. So I thought it was, um, a neat and, you know, cool and pretty. And the fabric is very comfortable and the designs are beautiful. Um, but yeah. I love that. I mean, you got to get scrappy right now for sure. And, you know, people still want to look and feel beautiful. Yes, they want to be be safe and everything. But, you know, I'll say if we have to, if we're going back to the salon and we have to wear masks, mm -hmm. we're in a room. They look really cute. <laughs> you know, I, I will say, you know, in our licensed profession, we all should be trained and skilled in barbicide and safety, sanitation, disinfecting. Uh, and I really think that we're going to reevaluate our cleanliness and just making sure that we are really upkeeping on what we were originally supposed to do from the beginning. So I think that we'll see some really good positive shifts in elevating mm -hmm. our industry as a whole um, because of that, too. So, um, Maria, I've got some rapid fire questions that I'm going to ask you. We're going to have some fun. Okay? Go for it. Um, are you ready? All right. What's My your favorite, favorite book? book? Is mine. Next level mind thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, favorite place to um, travel Greece. to. Awesome. Oh Guilty pleasure. Wine. <laughs> <laughs> favorite Netflix show. Oh my show. god. Queen of the South. Last thing you purchased. Wine. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I love it. You're my girl. Uh, Mariah, can you tell everybody where they can find you? Um, you can find me on pinkpeter.com or on www.mariahvillareal.com. Awesome. And then she's also on Instagram as well. What is your Instagram handle? At Mariah underscore Villareal underscore and at Pink Peter. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mariah, for your time and hanging out with us today. I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. Make sure that you guys go out and follow Mariah. Make sure that you get your roof face mask on Pink Pewter. And don't forget to download her digital ebook, Next Level Mindset. You do awesome. I just have to give you some, and you could record this if you want. Sure. So Jennifer, I just want to give you this feedback. I've been in, um, I've been interviewed by a lot of people and I'm going to tell you, you are killing it. The questions you are asking me, Thank you. the questions you ask and I, you did your homework. Like there's not a lot of people that do their homework when they're asking the questions and you are, you know, you're very gifted this this is gonna go a long way for you and I really really think you should invest a lot of your energy into growing this because you're um you're a pretty awesome leader and um, I'm honored to be on your podcast and thank you for the opportunity and um when I I could see successful people in two seconds and you're definitely one of them and uh thank you again oh my god I'm gonna cry (laughs) thank you oh my god wow Wow. Thank you. That means so much to me. Keep on going. Keep on going. Yes. Awesome. Well, you stay safe, be healthy, and uh, let's keep in touch. All right, beautiful. We'll keep in touch. Bye. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, friends. Thanks for being a part of the Beauty Business Game Changer podcast. If you liked this episode, make sure to subscribe. And if you love this podcast, I would so appreciate to get a review from you. And there's more ways that we can connect as well. Send me a voice message and tell me where you're at in your business and how I can help you through this podcast. Thanks so much for being a part of this. And until next time, you can be the game changer.